Hello and welcome back to the Brand Matters Podcast. This is episode seven, The Worth of a Brand. Let's take some time today to talk about brand value, but I don't want to do it from the corporate market cap perspective. I'd actually rather look at it from a consumer perspective. And there's a great story this week, or an interesting story at least, that really highlights that. So last week, an an average T-Mobile customer named Philip tweeted at John Ledger, the T-Mobile CEO, and said, hook me up with an iPhone 8 and I'll tattoo the T-Mobile logo on my arm for all to see. You have my word. And John, who's very responsive on Twitter, we got got into the story and said, hey, go for it. Philip took a couple days, you know, posted some photos of him out trying to get it, and then finally came through with getting the T-Mobile logo tattooed on his forearm. And and he tweets back, a deal's a deal, John Ledger, and the deed is done. I gave you my word. I'm forever representing Team Magenta, hashtag tattoo for Philip. John replied, tagging in the T-Mobile customer service team to get him his iPhone. And Philip posted another photo with him with his tattoo and a T-Mobile t-shirt holding the new iPhone. So first things, I do want to take a moment to acknowledge how absurd this story is. As consumers, those of us who are thinking about becoming these walking billboards, it is a little crazy. And I'd like to say to Philip, man, you should have gone for the iPhone X at least. You're worth more than that. But let's look at this from the brand's perspective. There are a few takeaways I want to to get from this story. One is when I first launched this podcast, I talked about how my definition of branding is actually related to cattle brands or, you know, the the iron tattoos that cowboys used to give to their cattle. And certainly I don't want to make a comparison between, you know, the violent possession of a livestock and how brands interact with consumers. But what I was trying to get at is the fact that for a company, an organization, or an individual, what a brand is, is the impression that you leave on other people and and other entities. And in this case, the tattoo is just a good example of that kind of interaction. Inspiring brand loyalty in someone means that you can actually in some cases, motivate them to permanently leave that impression of your brand on their body or on their clothes or on their social media profiles to represent your brand. And that's the case here with Philip, someone who decided for the story he was willing to go out and at least permanent until he, you know, spend some money and take some pain to remove it, represent the T-Mobile brand. So thinking from the brand perspective, here are some of the takeaways. First is recognizing viral opportunities on social media. You know, a lot of companies might see these chances where someone says, hey, I want to engage with you and, and make this crazy story about your company. And it might just never happen because your CEO is not checking your social media or you have a company with a culture that decides to shut things down or it's just handled improperly. And so... One thing to learn from T-Mobile is the kind of structure that they have to make something like this happen very quickly, right? John Ledger is very active in social media, and he listens. He has a team that helps him, and then he can tag in another team to say, look, once this happens, we're going to send over the stuff right away so that we can capitalize on keeping the momentum on the story going. And the team actually moved very quickly because I believe I saw a promoted tweet or promoted Facebook 
article from John Ledger's account on my personal account. The team decided, look, look, this is something that it's a brand moment that we want to own and we want to be part of. It's worth it. Let's jump into it. Yeah, there needs to be a risk evaluation. You know, there are a lot of cases where brands get in on hashtags that they're not supposed to be in the conversation and it just ends up being damaging to them. People, companies are making like social media war rooms now for big events like Super Bowl or the Olympics, the Grammys, Emmys, big cultural moments in society. Brands view as opportunities to join the conversation and a lot of those opportunities fall flat. In a case like this, I think it's a net win for T-Mobile, not the least because for the cost of a phone, they got a number of articles on PR. It furthered their brand identity, which is a little bit fanatical, a little bit on the edge, willing to do crazy stuff. I guess the question I have, which is another takeaway, is what's the value of your brand? And maybe one way we could describe this is how much would you have to pay someone to wear your logo to tattoo it, to represent it. That's a good way of turning the question around and thinking about what kind of brand loyalty and brand value you're you're building. And I know there are some really great studies from some of the branding consultancies that look at, you know, what portion of, say, a consumer company their brand is worth, something like Apple or Google or Facebook. And the truth is, from a macro perspective, the brand of these companies is worth, in some cases, hundreds of billions of dollars and could be sold for that much or adds that much value when you put it on a product or you know, when people see it out in the world. But again, from the consumer perspective, I think having to ask yourself, how much money would it take for someone to represent your logo? I think about a company like Supreme, which people actually pay ridiculous amounts of money for that supreme logo and it's it's a supreme logo that's like just sewed onto a north face bag or sewed onto you know and just a regular product or supreme stamps a logo on a brick or on a metro card these are examples where a brand has built up the kind of value and cachet with consumers that people are willing to pay a premium and you know buy on the secondary market and pay hundreds of dollars for this brand. In the case of T-Mobile here, you know, here's a guy who's willing to get the tattoo for about a thousand bucks. Meanwhile, you have other companies where their brands are so inspiring that people will go out and get that tattooed just on their own without even engaging with the company. And that again is extremely powerful free advertising. Now, it could be negative advertising if you have a brand that people tattoo and then they go do stupid stuff, then it's going to actually hurt your brand. But at the end of the day, what I want us to be thinking about is, is our brand building the kind of value with our customers and our stakeholders to inspire the kind of loyalty that may even result in stories like this? If you're not into tattoos, then as a company, there's no need to go this route in particular. I think not every company should have responded to this kind of offer, but it worked really well for T-Mobile. One example for me is, you know, T-Mobile's been doing the the T-Mobile Tuesdays where you, they give out free stuff to their customers. And there was one Tuesday where I, I logged into the app and I, I'm a T-Mobile customer. 
I don't love their service, but they have all these great benefits like being able to travel abroad and get free data, free 2G data, free text messages. Um, the T-Mobile Tuesday app is is pretty handy. You get some value back from your fee. You know, now they're doing like free Netflix or free video services, things like that. But there was one week where I opened the T-Mobile Tuesday app and they were offering free hats at the T-Mobile store. And I was walking back from lunch. I just stopped by the store and I got this free hat. And being a millennial, I took a selfie and posted it online. So for the cost of a hat, T-Mobile got this micro ad to my network, um, you know, from Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. And then truth is, I don't wear this hat very often because when I wear it, I look like a T-Mobile employee if I'm not careful. But if I'm in need of a hat, it's right by the door and I'll put it on sometimes. If I'm in a situation where I'm okay walking around being this commercial for T-Mobile. And it makes a funny story. People give me a hard time about it. Sometimes when I wear the hat, I make some jokes and it's not a big deal. I'm happy to say, look, I'm a moderately happy T-Mobile customer and I got this free hat and I'm going to wear it. And for me, I'd rather wear this free hat than pay money for someone else's brand and wear that. I mean, maybe I would buy a Chance the Rapper hat like I talked about a few weeks ago where he's known for the three logo. That's probably one of the few hats that I would wear with the logo that I'd pay for. Whereas I'm much more interested in free hats or using hats that I've gotten as like swag from other companies. The last thing I wanted to talk about is John Ledger and his role as the CEO in in leading the T-Mobile brand. Not every CEO is as visible as someone like John, but he has done, I think, a quite remarkable job of becoming the this lightning rod for T-Mobile's role in the industry. And T-Mobile basically took its position as an underdog, as the uncarrier, and they owned it. And they said, look, we are an underdog, and we're an underdog because we are different from the industry. And they positioned themselves as, okay, everyone else is like this, and they're all kind of the corporate suits, and we as a company are disrupting. And I found that's been quite quite effective for the T-Mobile brand, um, getting more customers, just making some noise, having advertisements that are a little edgier. And a lot of that comes down to John Ledger. John, if you've seen him in public, just wears like everything magenta. You know, he has a little doll that he posts. He's known for saying outrageous things. He can some he sometimes he like swears. He's he's not your normal put in a box CEO. And I think that really helps the T Noble brand. Sure, it could get them into trouble. He could say something that later on investor relations says, like, hey, we shouldn't have shared that number or we shouldn't shouldn't have said it like that. But I think T Mobile's taking a risk by putting their brand out there in a creative way. John in service to the company is is shameless. He's happy to wear the T-Mobile t-shirts and T-Mobile hats and the magenta shoes. And I think a lot of CEOs would have a hard time with that. They'd think, hey, I'm the boss. You know, I'm I'm a rich guy or rich woman. I don't want to have to be so promotional all the time. But John made a decision to say, hey, the CEO is, in this case, an opportunity to be a visible representative of the brand. And John owned it. And he's really helped make the company recognizable. I think if you asked a lot of people, okay, 
who's the CEO of AT&T or Verizon or Sprint, it wouldn't be as recognizable or as memorable as, in this case, John just being out there. He has fans, people, you know, writing to him on Facebook. In this case, someone like Philip trying to get his attention and get a free phone. It's a fun story. So, true this, I've thought about leaving T-Mobile several times. I don't get the greatest service in New York. And something like Verizon might be better. But the craziness of the brand and some of the independent feel are actually one of the reasons why I stay. And the fact that this company will keep adding new perks for being a member, it feels like, and I realize this is absurd, but it feels like the company's looking out for the little guy. And hey, they're a big corporation. They're just as likely to make decisions for their shareholders or make decisions for you know, the bottom line. But in this case, what T-Mobile's decided is that being a company that cares about its consumers, or at least looks like it cares about its consumers, is important to their bottom line. And so they're going to prioritize that. And I think that's the way that we can vote as consumers is when we're being treated well by brands, if we give them loyalty, we're incentivizing them to continue treating us well. And so if an airline mistreats you, stop flying that airline, be vocal about it on social, and hopefully they get the hint. You know, if a restaurant is not nice to you, then you can go on Yelp and you have, as a consumer, an incredible amount of power to be vocal about the brands that treat you right and the brands that don't. One last minor point I'd make about T-Mobile is months ago, they, as part of one of their giveaways, gave a share of stock to their customers. It's a really bold move. I mean, one, that's a lot of financial investment to to give you know say the stock was worth i don't know 35 dollars when they gave it to me and i had a few lines that's a month's profit that they're just giving back to the customers but in this case they're also empowering their customers to feel like owners even if it's just one share that token share communicates to the customer hey now you're also an investor now you're also a shareholder which means that you are continue to be our priority. You're not just a transaction to us. We're bringing you into the family. Again, hey, not every company is able to just give out millions of shares of stock, but I think this is another example of T-Mobile making an aggressive move to say we are a company that cares about consumers, and whether or not that's true, in this moment with giving away stock, giving away hats, giving away an iPhone for a tattoo, They're communicating that responsiveness, that unique personality, and that relationship with their customers. T-Mobile isn't a perfect story to learn from on the branding side, but again, I, I would say they are taking some amazing risks that often pay off in ways that set a great example for brands to look at and say, wow, this is a company that is engaged on social media and connecting with consumers in a unique and powerful way. So, hey, if any of you have any upcoming tattoo plans, you might want to think about what brands you want to engage with where you can get something out of it. In the meantime, I think the rest of us will stick to free t-shirts and stickers. That's all I got for you this week. Thanks for tuning in to a quick episode of the Brand Matters podcast. We'll be back again next week on Thursday with another episode. 
Thanks for listening. I'm Josh Ong, your host, and this episode has been produced by Sebastian Leal.